Are you ready? Are you, what are you doing? <laughs> do you think you want to listen to us now? <laughs> okay. Do you have your podcast up and listening? Do you have your earbuds in? <laughs> are you ready? Put on your listening. Do you have your listening ears on? Oh, I hope those listening ears are on. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So today's today. <laughs> topic, today's yes. topic um, from the two pushy dames <laughs> is don't ask a question when you need to make a statement. Ah. So think about that for a second. Don't, and let's rephrase it. Let's make it more positive. Mm-hmm. Make a statement rather than ask a question. Yes. If you want children to do something in particular, or you're trying to guide them to what's next or what they need to do or through a transition, you don't want to ask them a question. Isn't it funny? You hear teachers asking all the time. And, you know, I, I want to add that our job, you know, our real job during the day is we go out and we observe students. We observe teachers. We, you know, go in and we, you know, sit back and we're at, we, it's really pretty awesome. We have a we, huge advantage. We can just yep. sit. We aren't dealing with children while we're there. So we just kind of sit in a corner and we take notes and write observations or whatever we do. So it's very easy to sit back and say, oh, this is what we see. But I do want to add that having that advantage, we see what works and what doesn't work. And I think that's part of why we're, you know, we're doing all this stuff because we see what works and we see what teachers are successful and what teachers aren't. One of the key things that we've seen and we've talked about many times is teachers when they ask the question instead of saying what they actually want done or what they're expecting. Right. You know? and, and there are plenty of times during the day where you should give kids options and you should ask them, do you prefer this or that? Or mm-hmm. would you like to do this or that? But when you need them to do something, so here's an example. You might be saying, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. Those two are blah, 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 blah. What are they talking about? When you say to a child, are you ready to go outside? Mm-hmm. In their head, they're thinking, no, actually, I'm busy with these blocks right now, so I'm, I'm all set. But in your head, you're thinking, I told them we're going outside. Yep. And one of the toughest thing is for, things is for when they're outside and the teachers are trying to get them back in. Right. Can yeah. you come and line up? There's yeah. another question. That's not a good question. Right. And lining up is overrated, too. <laughs> yeah. But however you get the kids safely from outside to inside, instead of saying, can you come and line up now? Or please, you know, come to the even the pleases. Sometimes you need to be mindful about too many pleases mm-hmm. when you need them to do what you need them to do. If, if you're corralling 18 three-year-olds mm-hmm. and trying to get them safely from the playground into the building, you need to be in charge and in right. control. And, and you don't ask them if they're ready. You tell them it's time to go. And it's amazing, too, because some teachers and people in general, they they talk to you in questions. You know, so everything they say comes out as a question. Okay, yeah, oh, all right, okay. And everything is almost like a question in their conversation. You're right. So just be aware of whether or not you're asking questions all the time throughout the whole day. Right. Because again, like you just said, I mean, you want to just make a statement. Okay, it's time to go in. Everybody line up. Those everyone words, come on over to the door. Words, uh, it's three words, or it's a contraction and two other words, mm-hmm. I guess. But when you're a teacher or a parent, if you're a parent listening to this or a grandparent, it's time to... Those three little words can be your friend. It's time to get in your car seat. It's time to put your coat on. Mm -hmm. It's time to get your shoes. It's time to brush your teeth. It's time to go to bed. What those three words? It's kids are compliant, you Mm -hmm. know. Okay, it's time to do that. All right. Yeah. Here I go. But if you say, "Can you get your toothbrush? Are you ready to get in your car seat? Mm -hmm. Can I buckle you in, please?" You're giving them options 
that shouldn't exist. Right. And kids want to feel like they're safe and secure. And when they're around adults, that they're getting the vibe that they're not making it safe or secure, that they don't know what they should do, be doing next. Kids get that feeling. So if, if an adult is always asking the child, is that you want to do that? Does that sound good? You know, it's just the child is saying, wait a minute, aren't you in control? Aren't you the adult? Shouldn't I be feeling safe with you? I'm not feeling safe because I don't feel like you know what we should be doing right, right. now. So when you are giving those statements, it's time to, you're in more control and you're letting them know that, okay, this is what we're doing next. Not, yeah, and you can ward off some power struggles by having that control in the first place. You all know people in your life. And, and I don't want any of you to get the wrong idea with our messaging today. Our message is not don't ask kids questions because right. you should ask lots of good questions, open-ended, mm -hmm. thought-provoking, sensorial questions. Ask them questions to get them thinking about what they're doing. That's how the cognitive connection is made and kids learn things. Mm -hmm. So you should absolutely ask tons of questions throughout the day. But when you need to make a statement, you shouldn't be asking a question. So if they all have to come to wash their hands now for whatever reason, it's time to wash your hands. Not, are you ready to wash your hands? Could you please come and wash your hands? Yeah. You know, all of that makes you look a little bit loosey-goose. Let me, I'm going to give you an example. So when my kids were little, I had a very good friend who I used to see a lot, and I miss her. I don't see her that much anymore because our kids are grown and living mm -hmm. in different places. But we would get together, and she had two kids, and I had two kids, and they would be at the house playing or whatever they were doing, and she would say, okay, guys, can you get your coats now? Or do you think we should get going? I think it's getting close to dinner time. We should probably leave soon. What do you think? Can you, come on, guys, can you get your stuff? I think we need to go, blah, blah, blah. And then I would say, okay, kids, it's time to go. Get your stuff. Boom. And she would say, why do they always listen to you? And I said, because I didn't ask them if they wanted to leave. I told them it was time to go. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference. Yeah. There's a big difference. Yeah. And kids... Kids hear that, and kids know. Plus, they she was their mom, so they probably figured, oh, I don't have to listen to her, but I do have to listen to, you know, Mrs. Gallo over there kind of thing. So. Yeah. And, you know, we, we brought up this subject because it often leads to behavior issues, mm -hmm. and, and that's why we brought up this subject is because when you're asking the questions when you should be making a statement, we find that by seeing teachers do this, it ends up just kind of snowballing and what happens is children get frustrated and angry and the teacher gets frustrated and angry and it just causes a big big issue and they say that child's defiant yes he won't listen to me she won't do what she needs to do at the time she needs to do it yeah it's like well let's rethink that yeah one of my kids interestingly enough um a teacher said, this is a pretend kid. It's <laughs> yeah. not for real children. You yeah. would never talk about your real children. No, but what, one of them, <laughs> who we um, love dearly, a teacher would say to me, I just don't understand. I'll say to her, are you ready to clean up? And she tells me no. And look, she looked at that as it was being defiant. And I'm, I was just like, well, stop asking her if she's ready to clean up. Tell her it's time to clean up. And then, you know, after a couple of weeks, she said, I started telling her it's time to clean up. And she started listening. And I was just like, yeah, right. And you know, because she's one of those kids who, if you ask her, yep. do you want to, you know, do you want to clean up or do you want to be done? She'll say, no, I'm not ready to yet. And, you know, <laughs> early ed teachers, by, by, by definition, are nice. Exactly. We're nice. We're nice to and kids. And you should be nice. Right. Nobody, and none of you, I don't want any of you to be like militant, <laughs> dictatorial police officers around the classroom now. Oh, those pushy dames said we shouldn't ask good questions. We should tell them what to do. <laughs> yeah, no. At times, you should tell them what needs to be done. Yeah. But, but because we're so nice, I think sometimes we add a please 
or we add okay at the end of a statement, which mm-hmm. is the same thing. This yeah, will we're going like, to clean up, okay? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not okay. I'm playing with my right. Legos. Right. Or even if, even if you do the whole, it's time to, if you add okay to the end of that, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Because if you say, it's time to go in, okay? Some kids are going to keep digging in the sandbox and say, yeah, no, I'm good over here. Thanks. I'm digging to China. I'm making a hole in the ground mm-hmm. as far as I can get. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm making a map to my friend's house over in East Boston. <laughs> they, they're busy. Mm-hmm. They hear you put okay at the end of a statement that automatically turns it into a question. Yep. And that's probably one of the things we see more than anything when we're out in the field. Mm-hmm. These lovely, nice, kind, warm teachers who say okay at the end of most of their sentences, mm-hmm. and it gives kids an option in their own head, and the teacher thinks they won't listen to me, or they're not nice to me, or they don't do mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do, and the kids are thinking, well, she's not going to make right. me do it, so exactly. I'm not ready, right? Yeah, I mean, rethink how you're talking to children. Another great thing to do is to videotape yourself. I mean, I tell teachers to do that all the time. Videotape yourself and just see, you know, how you're talking and, and wonder, you know, should I rephrase that? Can I ta- yeah. say it in a different way? In this case, you'd only have to audio tape because you audio. don't even really have to, although watching yourself is a whole new <laughs> thing. Um, but I think it is helpful to see. And then if there was an incident, you could see, you know, what could I have said differently to make that to make that child, you mm-hmm. know, be a little bit more compliant and want to do it. But I'm telling you, we, we see lots of teachers. We talk to lots of teachers and they'll say, well, I asked him if he would clean up and he said no. And it was just like, well, don't ask. Just say it's time to clean up. Or would you like us to save that for you tomorrow? We can put it aside. You know, we want you to be kind and nurturing and loving, but also we want to make your life a little bit easier and one of the ways to do that would be to start saying what you mean not just asking the question and and it doesn't make you mean it makes Mm -hmm. you have a little bit more control with things around the classroom or around your home Um, the okay thing is really big Mm -hmm. think I would say at least 80% of the students I go out to observe, the early educators I go out to observe, are those okay people. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and I say it in class, I know some of you, when I come out to see you, you're going to be those okay people. And they're like, not me, not mm-hmm. me. I used to be one of those people. When I first was teaching, and I had a wonderful co-teacher, and she brought it to my attention and said, you know, Kathy, when you um, say okay at the end of a sentence, kids think that that there's an option not to do that. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it and I said, oh, geez, you're right. I get It's like adding a question mark Absolutely. to your statement. Yep. So the way I broke my habit back then, I had little index cards or post-it notes. I always had one either on me or nearby in the classroom. So I would have an index card in my pocket with a pencil or I'd have them in little places around the room. So I would walk through and my teacher would say, okay, Kathy, like she would catch me. And then I needed to take out the index card, put a little check mark on my card and put it away. So it, it drew my attention to it. Mm-hmm. It made me think about what I was saying. And I finally broke the habit. But the first couple of days I had check marks all over those index cards and post-it notes all over my room. Mm-hmm. And it probably took me close to a month before I felt like I had, mm-hmm. you know, kicked the habit of asking questions when I really thought I was making statements, you know, yeah. we're, we're washing hands now. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
we're going out now. Okay. Mom's here, okay? Get yeah. your stuff, all right? Are you ready? Let's go. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. And again, you want to feel like you're in charge. And it doesn't, and we, like you just mentioned earlier, we don't want to make it sound like you're, you know, you're militant or anything. But when you give those directions and you give it without the okay and the question at the end, you are saying, I'm in charge here. This is what we're doing next. Right. And the children do feel safer and a little bit more relaxed knowing the adult's in charge. Right. If you're ever, if you've ever been around an adult who is not you know doesn't have that you know confidence or is questioning everything and oh, I don't know do you want to stay I don't know should we stay a little bit longer the kids are just like lady come on you're the adult let's pull it together you need to make a decision a here point. you know come on um, so yeah that's something to think about is how you are setting the tone and how you're you know presenting yourself you need to be confident in, in control and have fun with the children and be smiling all the time and enjoy them but be in control it's a right. control thing I think and and you know, Control I'm the right thinking thing. about the opposite of this. <laughs> when I was in a classroom once, and the teacher on the other side of the room, she was really just directive and and curt and firm mm-hmm. and kind of mean. Yeah. You know, it'd be like, get down from there, stop that, cut it out. Yeah. Don't do that. And I, we tell our students all the time, if we have you in class once, we're gonna follow you forever. Yeah, we own you. You know, so watch <laughs> out. We're be following you. So and of course call I said, out. oh no no no, and I said, you know, I, you really need to listen to yourself. Those kids were afraid to be kids, you mm-hmm. know, and and she needed to soften up. But but soften. Yep. And this is where I think experience comes in a little bit. The more you work with kids, the more you're going to know. I need to be really clear with this child, or I need to be really clear about transitions, mm-hmm. or I need to be really clear about anything with safety. I can be a little bit softer on these other things. And and we want to say please and thank you because you're role models for children. But it's not about, mm-hmm. please, can you get down from the top of the slide? Mm-hmm. Okay? You know, it's like... <laughs> it's time to get down from there or mm-hmm. that's not safe up there mm-hmm. Th- those kinds of things you need to be clear so i hope that makes a little bit more sense yeah be warm be nurturing but also have some control and and be confident and again the confidence and control doesn't mean that you're mean at all exactly so yeah. you if when you think about some of the main um adjectives i guess that go along with positive guidance and good power mm-hmm. i we say power in a good way like mm-hmm. kids need to know that you're in control and you're going to be take care of taking care of them like Leanne said but if you you need to be consistent you need to be firm but you also need to be kind mm-hmm. so you can't be kind all the time and firm the rest you know some of the t- you have to be firm and kind together there's so definitely a balance yeah, yeah. You, that's it it's balance it's a balance yeah so be just something to think about. We see it a lot. We see a lot of things that come out negatively because teachers do this. So that's why we wanted to bring it up and share with you. But again, do some videotaping of yourself or audio taping of yourself and see how you talk to children. Sometimes we don't even know that we're doing it. Sometimes okay. just, yeah, all right. Can we do that? All right. Yeah. Can we end this podcast now? I think we can. Okay. Are you, you sure? Wanna, I don't I know. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> we could go on forever. I know. We really could. I mean, what do you guys think? Should we end it now <laughs> or not think? end it now? <laughs> See? We don't sound like we're in control, do we? It's time to end the podcast. <laughs> it is time to end the podcast. <laughs>